This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. It's another week and another episode, ready and waiting to spill some exciting local arts tea. It's pretty piping hot this week. Uh, now, straight off the bat, I'm just going to say that I feel like I'm kind of having a bit of double deja vu. I don't know if that's actually a thing. But right now, fairly recent guests, Patrick Ward and Eckhard Becker, who I both had on the show individually, are now here together. Kia ora, guys. G'day, g'day. G'day, g'day. Kia ora. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite weird, because, like, I talked to you both fairly recently, mm. separately, mm. and now you're just here, and I'm like, is this actually happening? Have I merged two memories of two different interviews together? Yeah. Have the stars aligned, and is it just my lucky day? I think you just got a double dose of goodness. I think is what you've got there. Yeah, that's 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 a good way to um good way to sell it, Patrick. Thank you very much. Um, welcome back, though. Thanks for coming back. I should say it's a pleasure. Yeah, Yeah. and I feel like listeners already can guess why you guys are here and what we're here to talk about because I may or may not have been like fizzing about it separately on each of your interviews and for the past like couple months, but. uh, Imagine a drum roll right now. We're here to talk about Blood Brothers. Oh, you did the drum roll. Blood Brothers. We should have rehearsed that. Yeah. Because you drum rolled and I already said Blood Brothers. That's okay. Thank you for just. Then I gave it a bit of flair like Blood Brothers. Yeah, it (laughs) it makes sense that you guys are on the stage. But yes, we're here to talk (laughs) about Blood Brothers. And I mean, I guess a good place to start is Blood Brothers. What is it? Do you want to take that? Oh, okay. Um, Patrick's going to take it. Blood Brothers. Right. I I believe on the show, Hannah, that I have covered with you in a very non-spoilery way what the show is about, but just for the viewers who may be listening. Viewers who are listening, I like that. Blood Brothers is a play that has songs in it, and some people might refer to it as a musical, um, but the author, Willie Russell, tends to refer to it as a play with songs. Mm. Um, It is set in 1960s Liverpool and details the story of... Mickey Johnson played wonderfully by the guy sitting on my right and (laughs) also Edward Lyons played by myself as well the show takes these boys from a journey through the 1960s 70s and 80s and um, deals with themes of poverty um, of class and um, like I said in the last one if I go any further than that I think I'd be spoiling the show but all what I can say though is that doing this show um, and I think Eckhart would agree to this, has been nothing but a great experience. And um, much like the journey that the two boys go through throughout the three decades in which they grow up, the journey to get this show to the state that it's in and the quality that it's at, I'm very proud of, and I think you would agree too, Eckhart. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, well said. I mean, I said this last time, but great non-spoilery plot summary. Because mm. I feel like the show is very easy to spoil. Yeah. And now I'm just going to stop talking about that fact in case I accidentally spoil it. But uh, it's got a really solid twist, guys. That's all I'm going to say. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it vibes with me because it's... Oh, is that spoilery? I'm going to stop. <laughs> Actually, Hannah, you know, it, it's okay because um, I think people um regardless of what they know about the show and even if they might have seen it before or they might know vague parts about it i think they're still going to be even surprised by what we put out there um and i think it's going to be uh one that audiences will fall in love with regardless of whether they hear something spoilery or they hear something um related to the show that you know uh just takes their breath away yeah i mean You'd be great in a press conference, Patrick. That was, that <laughs> yeah, was great. I, I, I'll you, just sit here and write down all the notes. Yep, yep, yes, sir, yes, sir. No, yes, I think sir, I yes, am going to go on and say, so uh, if, if you really want to know absolutely nothing about Blood Brothers, uh, turn down your radio for about five seconds. Okay. Um, it appeals to me because it's got twin energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a twin. Uh, Missy Mooney, friend of the show and twin sister of me, has, uh, you know, we've we've lived it. Well, we haven't lived Blood Brothers. <laughs> it would be a very different life if we had. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's that's part of the reason why, why it appeals to me. And it's a real story of a show. Yeah. Like, I love putting the mm. album on and, like, y- you hear... The story. It, yeah, it's like you can see it in yes. your head. It's... And... Um, yeah, I'm really. I've never seen it on stage before, so I'm really oh, looking forward yeah. to catching it, and I'm really looking forward to see what you and Patrick do. Yeah, because there, there's probably a fair bit of pressure on you guys. Yeah, um, I'll say a little bit. It's. Um, I think. I think it's. It's not too much of pressure. I think for us, it's kind of just. Um, for us, it's a, another show. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd put it that way. I think what i what i would say to that actually is one of the things that's made it really easy for me and i think for you as well Eckard, is that being good friends with you and actually yeah. being part of the wintech course um and be, having that natural chemistry with you in my daily life and um being there to support me i think that naturally builds the camaraderie that we build as um a twin pair of brothers and and also friends as well so yeah. um it's been really easy and he's made it really easy for me to get into that character's headspace because sometimes you, you know you're playing brothers you're playing friends and sometimes it's not always easy to get that chemistry that balance right mm. um particularly if you cast two actors who for example may not get along or um but i think in this instance um i think i mean i'm being biased if i do say so myself they struck gold <laughs> <laughs> they have they have indeed mm. I mean, I can't disagree because it would be weird. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I think you make a fair point, Patrick, because uh, it would hit very differently if you guys hadn't hit, met or have a kind of pre-existing relationship. Yeah. And it's it's really great to hear that it's been such a good experience for you guys so far. And I mean, you, you haven't even opened. I know. I've I've already almost cried just thinking about it ending uh, it's, it's one of my favorite musicals now um there's a few several points where i think both you and me agreed that we're probably gonna ball our eyes out a little bit 
um e particularly on particularly on final night you know those final night blues yeah yeah saying goodbye to characters afterwards eh? yeah oh, so even this is making me feel sad and i'm the host yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need to talk yeah. um, <laughs> oh shit i didn't bring any tissues <laughs> oh jinkies um no, maybe I'll bring some tissues when I come uh, to yes, see the do. show, which is opening on the 14th of May, correct? Yes. Saturday the 14th, yep. running till the 28th of May. Yep. Uh, 8 p.m. shows, and you've got a couple of 2 p.m. matinees. One of them was recently added in, I hear. Yeah, because uh, mm. one was sold out yeah. maybe a week ago, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's the ticket. That's um, the ticket. <laughs> yes, the matinee sold out. Now get your bloody tickets. Yeah, yeah. I've got, if, if that's not a sign, yeah. then this is your sign. Uh, yeah. You can even if you're near, if you're not driving and near a kind of internet connected device, you can just go on to iTicket and book your Blood Brothers tickets right now while you're listening to us talk about the show. How yeah. meta is that, fam? Yeah, and um, yeah, Ooh. matinee tickets are a bit cheaper. Just saying. <laughs> fair call, fair call. All the more reason to get in. Yes. I mean, I'm going to, to opening night because oh, opening night's lovely. my favourite. A lot of people like pitch final night as the best night, but I really enjoy opening because yeah. I feel like you can f- feel there's the an air. excitement yes. in the air. Yeah, there's the there's the nervous excitement you get from the cast, and then there's the also excitement and somewhat nervous excitement that you get from the audience. Yeah. It's a it's a very mutual energy yes and and it's it's like it's the beginning whereas final night it's equally as exciting but it's like this is the last time it's a lot more meaningful i guess but yeah i'm always a big fan of opening night Mm. and i usually opening night follows like a grueling tech week so everyone's already like we've got it it's so in our heads we're on to it but I mean, I'm sure you guys are gonna be great every night, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, okay, uh, one more thing I want to ask about the show before we break for a song. Very important segment on the show coming up next, Rick's pick. But uh, <laughs> is there an age like limit on the show? Oh, I don't know. I might I, have to confer with some other. Yeah. I do um, think. People. I do think. Yeah. I think. I do think it would be PG thirteen. Yeah. To be honest, I think it would be that because um, there are a little bits here and there of of foul language being used, but it's not in mm. not being overused. Um, yeah, and it's it's very. There's some kind of yeah. There's some adult themes. There's some yeah. adult themes. Yes, indeed. Um, some things that probably little kids won't understand about mm. class and. Um, but I think if if we talk about the the language that they use, it's not Shakespeare. Yeah, so you, yeah. you can have younger people come and watch um, high schoolers and yeah it's kind of a show that I think is designed for a lot of different age brackets I think you hit the nail on the head about PG-13 probably M rating I would say in, yeah. in the New Zealand uh, rating system um, the the scenes where we're kids are so hilarious they are touching and moving um, I think even a parent who might bring their young kid along to see that maybe something around like the age of like seven or eight because our characters um, are seven and eight in the actual show I think that'll definitely be something that parents can bring them along to actually mm. see and um, have fun with and then especially for teenagers as well people maybe going through that stage of their yeah. life from maybe about 14 onwards yeah I, yeah I feel like you'd, you'd probably be mostly okay yeah yeah you know, because if, if if you're young, then some of the kind of heavier stuff might I mind yeah. going over 
my mm. head, even though this is radio. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll go over the younger ones' heads, and then yeah. I feel like high school ki- kids would vibe this. Yes, oh, I, absolutely. I, I think 100%. yeah, it's so it's so underrated. This I know, musical. That's the thing. I was really late to the party in my discovery of the show. It was all thanks to. Uh, fellow free fm arts related podcast backstage with the lovely mike williams and uh mal martin booker and they uh mike used to talk about it heaps and it was only recently that they actually did their blood brothers episode because mike's in the show and they're like we're saving it but uh yeah i remember mike talking about it and then i'm like okay i'm gonna listen to it this is someone else's favorite musical i'm gonna give it a shot and then yeah i've just listened to it like yeah it's... every couple of weeks yeah <laughs> for ages mike said nothing but good things to say about the show i remember him going on with mel martin and jacinta mm. parsons for backstage also definitely give that a listen yeah yeah highly uh, recommend um and he particularly loved the fact that with his character um who i won't spoil because he plays a very important pivotal role in the outcome of the story but let's um, let's not give mike too much credit no i'm kidding kidding. (laughs) i I say that because we're good friends but like i said he um he loved the fact that a lot of his dialogue was like reading poetry Mm. um because the language is so sharp and the writing so clear and um so atmospheric and kind of eerie as well yeah i think that's what that's another thing to expect from for audiences to expect is a very surreal atmosphere a very um i guess like pontificating sort of atmosphere you're really thinking about things as you go through the show and then after you leave the show pontificating Mm. can't say anyone's ever dropped that on the show but i'm glad it was you patrick oh Thank yeah. you very much. Do you, do you have any dictionaries around there? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we can, you can look it up in this next song break. Because uh, I'm going to kick off the first track of the show. Uh, going to start strong with Rick's pick. And for those of you who don't know, Patrick and Eckard both know, because they've both been here for a Rick's pick. But um, I have an Uncle Rick. He is a great uncle, great listener of music and radio. And when he found out that I was getting my show, he's like, cool, I'm going to give you a list. And every week you can play rick's pick and uh every week i have and for this one i've kind of i don't know if on theme counts but basically this is a song from 1981 which is the year that blood brothers um debuted with its original cast and the song has nothing to do with brotherhood it is a john lennon track called watching the wheels Mm. but it came out in 1981 same year as blood brothers and uh, this is the remastered version. So uh, this one's for you, Uncle Rick, and we will be back. People say I'm crazy Doing what I'm doing Well, they give me all To save me from ruin When I say that I'm okay Well they look at me kind of strange Surely you're not happy now You no longer play the game People say I'm lazy my life away Well, they give me all kinds of advice 
That was this week's Rick's pick on That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Uh, John Lennon track from 1981. Uh, the year that Blood Brothers, the hit musical, or should we say play with music, uh, debuted in the UK, I believe. I should have fact-checked harder on that one. But um, I'm sure your director can call me out because she was probably there, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, our wonderful director, Angela, who um, I can't rave enough about, um, she has seen the show 25 times. Um, she, um, as she told me, began a sort of love affair with Blood Brothers after seeing Barbara Dixon do her rendition of oh, Blood yes. Brothers in the West End. Yeah. Um, makes me almost want to... It, when I heard her talk about it, it almost made me want to actually go to London to see this particular show in the West. And I actually ran a little tidbit. I managed to find an old program um, that my uh, wonderful um, girlfriend's uh, mum has. Um, so Paula Matthews Bolton, she has a um, program of Blood Brothers, the musical from the West End. Wow. And it was just amazing to see those, um, like the cast um, and the different casts as well from all the different various shows of yeah. Blood Brothers. Oh, well, kia ora, Paula. And um, kia ora, Sam. You can't not shout out no. Sam Patrick. Sam, I love you so much. I and love you, you too. And you're an amazing girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm going to stop right now before this gets into yeah, the yeah. thing about Let's Sam. Task on hand. But I'm like, you can't not name No, her. I can't, no. I'd, I'd give a kia ora to my mum every week because you have to. 
Um, Eckhart, is there, is there any anyone you want to say hi to on the show? Any yeah. mum you want to thank? Oh, I'll just say thank you, uh, Rachel, uh, which is my partner, and uh, thank you, um, mum, dad, and sister up in Auckland, and uh, yeah, just want to say thanks to um, God, my God. Okay. Are you <laughs> yeah. family going to come and see the show? Yes, they're coming final night. Oh, okay. Have they booked their tickets because it's yes. selling fast? Yes, they have. Um, we're talking about Blood Brothers, if you haven't guessed by now. And we've we've talked to, we've touched on Angela, your director, um, but who else is involved in the show? Who else uh, is heading up the creative team? Um, so yeah, we've got we've got some amazing people on deck. We've got uh, assistant director Hannah Pope, who's doing very well. Um, we've got very good. Um, costume designers uh, Helena and Caitlin we've got a lot of backstage people um, we've got who's stage managing stage managing would be Jean I believe oh, Jean nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah from Hamilton Musical Theatre she also hooked you up with your HMT membership if you're looking for one of those highly recommend getting one yes um, gives you complimentary tickets to one show a year and club prices at the bar plus voting rights at the AGM Sounded yeah. like that. It was sponsored, fam, but yeah. I'm just really happy to be a part of the HMT fam. Yeah. And um yeah, we've we've got wonderful set designers and and um props. Um I can't talk enough about it as uh Tracy and Grant. Oh yeah. Been amazing. The set top of the line. Yes. Yeah. The set has been amazing. I've I've been there two nights uh painting with them the set and building stuff and just to see how much effort they put into every little detail and the the amount of work they do just for the show to run for only three weeks is completely Hey, it's a labour of love. How long oh, have yeah. you guys been rehearsing for three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> the season's three weeks, but you've been rehearsing for months, Yes, right? we That's have. We have. Yeah, a few yeah. months, yeah. But uh, just circling back to the team, uh, choreographer, musical director... Yes. Uh, we've got Julia McIntyre as mm-hmm. our MD. She's absolutely awesome. And we've got Rebecca Robertson-Yells as nice. the choreographer. I go way back with her, back to the producers back in 2013 at Riverley Theatre. Deep cut, Patrick. Okay. Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that show. It was great. It was amazing. Oh, it thanks. Was... I was kind of the lead. You were, you were not there. <laughs> I was not. I was Don't not. insert yourself where you weren't. No. <laughs> but he was incredible as Pepper in Mamma Mia, also yes. directed by John Drummond. Okay. Oh, thanks. All right. So shout out. you guys really are blood brothers. We are. Yes, Same we are. place, different time. Yeah. Um, and you've got a band. Yes. Yeah. This is actually the same band from uh, for Catch Me If You Can. I wondered that, and I'm glad you answered. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. I'm glad I could answer. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even have to ask the question. We're just so on the same yeah. page, Pat. Yeah. How about you guys become blood brothers, eh? I oh, mean, <laughs> we look more identical. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, the, the the band is amazing. It's it's just mm. I I get chills singing the overture, um, singing it. It's just, and then you hear the saxophone come in, and then you hear the the guitar come in, and it's just. All the little bells and whistles yes. come in, and it just completes the show. I think I think you can't have Blood Brothers without a band. I no. I told Tuku that a hundred percent, and just want to circle back on something you just said. I love a good overture. Yes, I love it. 
this of all the overtures that have probably been in musicals that i've done this is probably my favorite oh yes it's uh, yeah i i told i told i told people that i've been working with i told them at the end of the show on final night i'm gonna sit on the stage with the set still being there and i'm just gonna put on blood brothers overture and just soak it in when it's all done oh <sighs> Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to have, have you guys back to just do an overture episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We just talk. Just it, it just analyze feels, it. Yeah. It just the episode like, is called Overture. Yeah. The whole episode feel, feels like something is just beginning. Yeah. Just over and over. Mm. I feel like that would be quite chaotic. <laughs> yes. Um. So you've got a pretty solid team by the yeah. sounds of it. We do. Yeah. And the same can be said for your fellow castmates. I'm sure. Oh yeah. We wow! I mean, what a cast! Oh yes, this is. Um, I, I actually have a funny story. I was at work, and they had the cast announcement go up on the Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I literally just jumped out of my seat to see uh, Laurie Johnson, Heather Connolly, uh, Lucy Thomas, uh, John T. Climo. All these, some of these people i've worked with in shows before especially catch me if you can for me Mm. it felt a little bit like somewhat of a reunion laurie being my somewhat the somewhat father of catch me and then heather being able to play my mum again your Um, theater dad and theater mum yeah 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 have a few of those have a few (laughs) theater dads and (laughs) see i have a theater mum but it's my actual mum killed a mama mooney how smooth was that That was so good (laughs) yeah we've, we've we've got an amazing cast um we've got Catherine as well playing Mrs. J. So mm. so good. Um, the ensemble is such such an important part of Blood Brothers as well because they each play probably together or oh, more than twenty characters. Yeah, yeah. It really is a team effort. The show, which is part of what makes it cool, because yes. you've got people doing multiple things. And I I feel like as an actor, I mean, people are always a bit shady on like air quotes being on an ensemble. Ensemble, yeah. But it's like you've got a lot of work. Yeah, I and told, often if yeah. you're an ensemble, you get more stage time than people who are air quotes leads. And yeah. I, I feel like it's a really good opportunity to showcase your versatility as yeah. an actor. Because yeah, yeah you, you play so many roles. It's it's. I, I explained it to one of our cast members. I told them, yeah, I get to play one role. <laughs> yeah. You get to play so many different roles so many different characters which is pretty cool in one show Mm. and like it's quite interesting because some of the shows that i go back to and um hannah you'll probably be able to relate particularly to this show i go back to heather's Mm. um and one of the interesting things about that is that i love playing the character that i was playing but some of the roles that they had for the ensemble members in that show were just i would have like can i play that i mean i want to play that guy (laughs) or yeah so uh, people i think like you're right eckard people really do underestimate sometimes um how important the ensemble is and this ensemble has worked their butt off oh yeah they really have i mean it sounds like you guys have all been working pretty hard yeah Uh, because you know i keep saying it's a team effort but the way i view kind of theater and a show is that it's like a cake. You need every ingredient for mm. it to taste nice. Yes, yeah, indeed. Um, and, you know, it sounds like we've got a good mix. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely a lot of um, Wintech blood in there as well, yeah. especially um, particular shout-outs to um, Ethan Dillon-Main, uh, Rachel Blumendell, Eckhart's partner, um, and we've also got Memphis Ward in the show as well. Um, all of them are just doing really stunning work, um, 
I can't really say enough about it. Um, please come see it. <laughs> I mean, if that's not going to sell it, I don't really know what is. But it's... I'm really looking forward to seeing... I like you, Patrick. When the cast list dropped, I'm like, I don't even know who Eckhart was. Yeah, and now mm. I feel like we know each other really well because oh, yeah. this is your second time on that's the ticket. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy seeing people. Like I love seeing people like Patrick, who I know on stage. But it's it's also really nice to see kind of fresh talent and talent yeah. in Hamilton because there's so much of it, and especially with the WinTech Performing Arts um, course. Degree. Yeah, yeah. Degree, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it pulls in a lot of people. I know in the first year we've got someone from um, Pairoa mm. all the way who comes in every day. I know of people that are from Cambridge, that are from so many different places. That Like, I'm from Auckland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just pulls so many people together. And this show, you, Patrick, you're saying it feels like a reunion for you because you're working with a lot of people you've worked for in previous shows, whereas Eckhart, I can imagine mm. you've met a lot of new people with this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meeting new people and just, yeah, it just broadens your horizons, especially in Hamilton because of the small community. Yeah. I think I think he fit right in perfectly, nice and snug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd hope so. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess we'll see on opening night. No, <laughs> But, no, I'm, g- I'm going to give you guys a break. Uh, and I just kind of want to showcase how awesome my playlist for today's awesome. show is. Because uh, as that first track was on theme because it was from the year that Blood Brothers premiered, uh, now I'm just going into songs that have the word brother in the title. Oh, there's so many. And So many. I'm going for a classic. Hopefully you guys know this song, or maybe I'm just old but uh it's brother by smash proof and jen rick jen wigmore oh i'm old i really feel like i've heard of this song before but (laughs) probably probably when it comes to the chorus i'll know it okay thanks guys um that's not how i wanted the song intro to go but here we are here's brother by smash proof and jen wigmore got some questions in my mind I got my elbow on the windowsill, hand on my face, looking out to the world. A lot of questions, they awake in my brain, and I'm still trying to suss out what I'ma say. And if I do speak on some things, is it you that's going to cup all I hate? So here goes. Why is it that when some guy makes it out of hood life, they're like, no, we can't let you. And allow five older rape girls, then compensate them like they the victim is so wrong. And expect us working people to fund your wages for you to uphold the law, which is what exactly that I really need to know. So then I'll stare out of my window. Oh. <laughs> I probably wouldn't get an answer for that one. I've hey. got some questions in my mind. You definitely need some answers right now. Cause I got to know. Got all the pieces to the puzzle. We can't seem to make it fit. So I'm lost. Tell me where to go. But you turn your back. And you went away. It's making me crazy. I feel so alone. Why did you turn your back? Looking up at the ceiling, trying to clear my mind. I can't sleep with the shit that I seen today. Seen a dude in a dairy get stabbed with chains. He passed away. His parents won't pass the pain in. I feel like you just came and let the rain in. It feels like you just let it happen, man. You take away a kid's life just because he tagged. Damn. Why you let us get ahead? Then you let them pull us back right before we see the end. Please help me understand why you took away my friend. My son, a brother, I lost soul. My brother, I gotta I got know. Some questions in my mind. You definitely need some answers by 
and I got a few things on my mind. I can't really explain to you, but I gotta try. First, I wanna know what the things why you letting your little brother slang rocks on the side. I'm trying to do whatever. Do you really think it's making it better? 'Cause what I see is a cold world living. Your little sister, no one has a hood rat. Even though the hood that fits all she wanna do is fit in. Why you letting your daddy abuse your children when they go to school? Boos, they're making excuses. Why is the majority of friends that you have a gang affiliated? Hurting the innocent. Brother, um, bit of a throwback uh, from 2009, sorry, 29. Uh, I guess it is 29 in a way. Kind of, eh? Yeah. I think it's 2009. That's my memory from it. Uh, Off air when that song was playing and I was looking expectantly at uh, Patrick and Eckhart being like, do you guys know the song? Patrick did, Eckhart did not. And I'm like, the year's 2009. You just got home from school, you're watching Vodafone Select Live on C4, and this music video is playing. But more importantly, but brother-related, you're listening to 89.0 Independent Community Media, and we're talking about Blood Brothers, which is opening at the end of this week. Yeah. Yeah. Does it sound (laughs) scary when I say at the end of this week? Nah. <laughs> Your voice only cracked a little bit there. <laughs> I was I, I was sitting on Saturday. I was sitting. Uh, oh, I was busy with with some other work, and my partner, who's also in the show, Rachel, she said we open on Saturday. I was like, no, no, no. She says about two weeks time, and she said, no, Saturday's the fourteenth. Yeah. Like, Okay. <laughs> Here we are. I am yeah. in the prison now. No, but I, I'm, I always, I often ask this um, when I'm talking to people who are involved in uh, shows or events that are happening very soon. And I'm like, do you guys feel like you're getting to that point where you just want to get it in front of a crowd? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I am just dying to really show Hamilton and um, all the wonderful audience members what we've done. Yeah. Yeah, just putting it putting it all out there and leaving you know nothing to waste. Yeah, if we were able to put it on tomorrow, I'd be happy with the quality. Okay, yeah. that's what we like to hear on that's the ticket, yes. especially when we have tickets to opening night. Um, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, and I I've been saving this question to now because I feel like you guys probably get it a lot, which is. Blood Brothers, it's set in Liverpool. Yeah. Are you guys doing the accents? 
Yes, we are. I um, I am doing the Liverpudlian accent. Um, has that been a journey for you, Eckhart? Oh, yes, it has. It has. Um, because of my South African accent, it's been a bit harder than having a New Zealand accent because I also speak Afrikaans. And so, yeah. And then it's been a journey I've seen Jacinta Parsons uh, for a couple of times. Um, where she helped us a lot. Um, She's like your guys' accent coach, consult, coach yeah. consultant. I'm like, what's the correct term? Yeah. Just center. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like an accent coach, and it's it's just been such a journey because she'd come sometimes into rehearsals and she'd come and look and mm. listen, um, and it's just been so much learning. And it's for me, it's it's gotten to such a point where I can express any emotion through the accent the accent just comes true that's something you don't think about because it's one thing just being able to say your lines in the accent but then to add the kind of acting or the emotion behind because it's like if i was talking in an accent and then i suddenly started yelling at you it'd probably drop away in anger right yeah and so it's it's great to hear that you're at that point yeah yeah it just flows um and and well what's pretty difficult is putting it in different places of your voice because obviously when you're a kid mm. you have a different type of voice and when you get older your voice changes again things I've never had to consider and probably never will because I don't act on stage I just mm. talk about other people's acting on <laughs> that's the ticket which yeah. is the best way to do it highly recommend and okay and Patrick you don't have to do a Liverpudlian accent I don't but by the same token I do think that doing the posh British accent so what they know as contemporary RP mm. has had its own challenges for me yeah. um, at the start of the process we there was a accent coach that we did um, some sessions with over Zoom who really helped me to get the enunciation of certain vowel shapes and um, how it's actually meant to sound properly. I had myself an idea in my head of what that sounded like, you know, when you are British, like, oh, very posh British. That's sort of like what what you default to, but making sure that those vowels and those shapes of letters actually are authentic and correct. And then also, like Eckhart touched on, placing it in the voice. You, when you're a kid, you're placing it in like you know quite like a very high register of your voice. Yeah. And you have to try and make it sound innocent. Sometimes you have to make it sound. Um, what's the word here? Uh, you have to make it sound natural for one. Natural. That's <laughs> that's the best word. Yeah, natural and also um, very kid-like. You know, kids throw tantrums. They throw. Yeah. They get excited about the most random things, and that's um, part of what informs doing the vocal work with the accent. It's like uh, so many different layers. You've got the accent. You've got how the person at this point in their life yeah. is meant to act. So finding those different voices and finding where the character is in their journey. That's it's all the same challenges. It's been amazing, and I'm really satisfied with what we've done um, with our accents and the characters. I mean, it'll be interesting to see um, if you can keep the accents after the show. Like, by keep, I mean, keep it as something that you're able to, like, pull out and use, or if it'll just kind of fade away like old lines, you know? Mm. I think, I I definitely think it will, because especially as um, actors like us, we really want to be able to make this um, our profession, our livelihood. So Mm. being able to carry those skills with us, I think that's 
I think it's only natural that by default that we take those skills with us into other projects or potential other projects. And that is a brilliant segue for me to ask you about other upcoming projects. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick's like auditioning to be a co-host today. Um, Mm. (laughs) No, but I feel like we've touched on this uh, in previous interviews with you guys. And so I kind of have an idea of what you guys are up to. But it's always good to get an update on that. So, Eckhart, I'm going to start with you. Yes, but you're right, yeah. No, it's just a bit of a scouse accent there. (laughs) I I paused. I was shook. I'm glad that this was not a visual medium because I literally feel like I just made, like, the little O face, like like the emoji. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just did it even though no one can see us. Yeah, no one can see, but it's all right. That's that's all right. That's not bad. Thank you. If I do say so myself, that's actually very good. Okay. I'm not going to do one. Yes. Because... I just use my normal voice for this yes. form of performing, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, future, yeah. Yeah, sorry, uh, your future projects. You're, you're directing something next, right? Yes, yes. Um, in the middle, I've, st- I've had my first uh, read-through with a three-woman mo- cast, um, which is a play I'm doing in Morrinsville, uh, Husband Murderer Support Group. Mm. And I've got actresses Rachel Blumendahl, Briar Simpson, and I've got Courtney Mayle. Oh wow! Talk about a dream team. I know, I know. And um, when's yeah, when's that on? That's at the end of uh, June. Okay. Jeez, you don't like breaks, do you, Eckard? No. <laughs> oh, exciting. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I started read through with that. Um, next rehearsal is probably I think it's this Saturday. Or, yeah. <laughs> Before Blood Brothers open, I hope opens. Yeah. I hope yes, yes. <laughs> During the day, yeah. Don't double book yourself. No. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go on. Yes. And I haven't got the accent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've got that, and then I've got um, after that, I've got the role of Sir John Hall in That Bloody Woman, which wonderful Patrick here is assistant is, directing. Yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> yeah, and but then later on in the year. Um, I know that I'm a part of A Christmas Carol in Morrinsville. Okay. So helping out there with some ensemble stuff and just keep growing the CV. Well, it it sounds like you're on the second page. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. That's your only way to get back on that's the ticket. Um, yeah. Patrick, shall we start with that bloody woman? Yes. Um, as I've mentioned probably in your previous podcast that we did, um, I am assistant directing that um Kyle came to me and asked me one day if I wanted to assistant direct um that bloody woman and I without hesitation said yes uh, mm. and I thought what a cool show to get involved in for that to be my first um in the role of assistant director to learn lots of stuff and to learn the tricks of the trade if you will of how to put an amazing show together have you guys started i guess it's probably too early for you guys to have started rehearsals on that eh? no but we do start on the 12th of june 12th of june okay patrick doesn't like breaks either it seems no No, it doesn't seem like it does it is is there anything else um coming up after that there is um yeah there's a few thing couple of couple of other things you can't talk about them because sometimes people can't because it's not public yeah, I uh, I can say that Geezers is still oh, in the works. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously it's not a cancelled show. It is still very much going. I will be 
playing uh without spoiling too much the younger version of a military veteran okay so the younger version of one of the geezers bit of a character jump for you but i'm sure you'll be up to it yeah very much so i it's actually funnily enough not too much of a (laughs) well well, a a big character jump yes from blood brothers but as i think from for roles that i've played before i think i can channel a little bit of you have done military before haven't you done a little bit of uh that in dogfight yeah so there will be a little probably a little bit of that flavor in there too okay um and i can say that in some way i'm involved in saturday night fever as well okay although i'm not entirely sure if i'm allowed to say what my role is yet so we'll keep it at that but saturday night fever is a very exciting project and i can't wait to uh, be involved in the crew for that one okay exciting i believe auditions have just opened up for that so if you're keen to get amongst some saturday night fever action um head up the Rivoli Theatre Facebook page, I think, because it's the Rivoli yeah. Christmas show. Yeah, it's not HMT, HMT adjacent. Get in an audition. It'd yeah, great. Do it. Patrick will be there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, during the show at least. Uh, now I'm going to talk about upcoming events. Uh, not for me specifically, but for the wider community to enjoy. Um, in no particular order, uh, some of the cool stuff coming up in Kiri Kiri Roa. Uh, Blood Brothers will be running at Rivoli Theatre May 14th to 28th. Uh, there are 8pm evening shows and 2pm matinees. One of them's already sold out. With tickets available from $25. You can grab yours now at iTicket, but you'll want to be quick. That's the last I'm going to say about book, fam. Book. Um, <laughs> looking at other upcoming events, Clarence Street Theatre have Tom Sainsbury's Snapchat Dude coming through on the 8th of June. Uh, this is a one-night-only show at 7.30pm. Uh, I will put links up to all the stuff I'm talking about now, so you can get your tickets and stuff. Um, over at the Meteor, it's a pretty busy week this week, with Tofiga's new comedy show Pretty Full on Wednesday 11th of May at 7pm, and youth music event Newfound Sound 2022 on Saturday the 14th of May from 6 so you can go to Newfound Sound and then Blood Brothers because yes. Blood Brothers starts at 8, so you've got time. And then last but in no means least, Navarra Lounge have local artists live on Thursday the 12th of May with Looking for Alaska headlining. Uh, the gig is kicking off at 8, so get amongst it. Also, if you're looking for a more kind of happening guide... Uh, we've already plugged backstage, but they do an excellent one. They go out into the regions, whereas I just focus on Hamilton. So I highly recommend checking out that podcast. And as I say, Saturday night favorite auditions are open. Um, now we're kind of nearing the end of your guys' time on the show. Yeah, it's yeah. been a joy. It's been a joy. Yeah, but I'm going to give you a spot question. Oh, oh, very good. Okay, that's nice. Sometimes people get a bit frightened. Um. Favorite musical of all time? Oh well, now you really put me on the spot there, Hannah. Do you, do you not already have an answer? Because I have like a definitive list. For me, uh, this is going to sound like the biggest cop out you've ever heard okay. in the history of cop outs. But for me personally, I don't tend to choose favorites when it comes to anything. Ah, uh, yeah. But. Um, I, there's lots of different musicals. One of the things, actually, that I, I will say very briefly is that um, for me, when it comes to musicals, one thing I really like to do is because um, some people like go and read musicals and then watch mm. musicals, and I love that. But for me, for me to really have a musical um, be in my 
top repertoire if you will i really like to feel the story and be involved in it like actually learning the story as you go along through the rehearsal process mm. that means that the musical for one sticks with me the material starts to resonate with me more so it's kind of like by doing the show by doing all the bits and pieces of saying the dialogue singing the songs i become more connected with it okay and so that's why all the shows that i've done at least <clears throat> excuse me uh have like resonate with me on different levels so in on in that respect i can't say i have a favorite musical but there's lots of very um amazingly well written and performed musicals out there so honestly i'd recommend like definitely read and you know musical scripts watch musicals as well if you can um go watch them um even and even that as i'm saying that as someone who doesn't have favorites so yeah um just get out there and watch musical theater and support musical theater support the arts please <laughs> okay that started as a cop out but then got very passionate so yeah. i will allow it eckard me uh i have never grown up with musicals i never had a favorite but um after i i watched uh, a little bootleg of blood brothers before auditioning and i just i, I told myself i'm gonna play mickey johnston there's no other role um and since then i blood brothers has got to be my favorite i do have a love for bridges of madison county's music Oh, yep okay yep, the yep. music in that one is amazing but blood brothers is in my heart and will always be that's a great night to get note to go out on if and i that... if i if i will say this though <laughs> if i if I was just thinking as you guys were saying that if I did have a musical though that I'd really want to do um, and a character I'd love to play mm. it would definitely be Evan Hansen and oh, Dear yes. Evan Hansen um, one because I can re you know relate to the show's themes of feeling isolated and yeah. um, you know trying so hard to fit in yeah. and ultimately going down a path that of going down a point of no return um, can it would be such a dream to play that character and also to sing those songs they are incredible and it's funny because out out of context the songs are actually quite beautiful but in the show as you probably know yeah. they're actually quite hard-hitting and sometimes quite tragic for yeah. various reasons so i think um that would be a dream role um not so much my favorite musical necessarily since i don't have favorites but that would be yeah. a definitely big dream musical I mean, I'm never going to be a musical theatre, but if I was going to do a show, I would want to be Dawn and Waitress. Oh, Amazing, yeah. yeah. Waitress has got some good things because in it Because well. it slaps. Um, and also both of the brothers and blood brothers. Oh, yeah. That's who I would want to be. Yeah. Um, you and Missy would make a great duo. Uh, yeah, if only we could sing and dance. Um, I mean, Missy can, I can't. But... Um, no, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I know. Yeah, we should do this us. more often. We um, really should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to gonna play us out on a uh, another vaguely in theme track, and this one's a bit of a gag. And I also kind of <laughs> want to dedicate it uh, to my blood brother, well, my twin sister, Missy. Uh, it is a song by Good Charlotte, which features the Madden twins, and mm. it's um, I Don't Want to Be in Love. <laughs> So um, this has been That's the Ticket, uh, and I will catch you guys next week. Book your tickets to Blood Brothers, fam. Matewa.
they were together all that time he was taking her for granted she wants to see if there's more than he gave she's looking for he calls her up he's tripping on the phone now he doesn't want her up there in a low night now she's moving it now she's using it now he's losing it she don't care everybody hold up your hands say I don't wanna be alone I don't wanna be alone never be now if you got nothing left say I don't wanna be
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.